This episode is very near and dear to my heart because there have been times in my life where I have just experienced so much heaviness, discouragement, and disappointment. You know, so much so to where when this happens for me, it was always incredibly difficult to get out of feeling this way. It was like I felt trapped and I wanted to get out, but at the same time, I almost didn't want out, if that makes sense. It was like the sadness, the hopelessness, the heaviness, disappointment, and discouragement were familiar to me, and it was like I didn't want to let them go. It was like I didn't believe that I could heal or ever stop feeling that way. And there were many triggers for me. You know, burnout with business was a big one or disappointment that my business wasn't bringing in enough revenue or feeling really overwhelmed in life and business. But on the flip side, other triggers were, you know, loss of a loved one or not having the life I expected to have and so much more. And that being said, over the last couple of years, the Lord has really been working on me and helping me heal from this pattern of overwhelming heaviness and discouragement. And in that, he has been revealing to me ways to biblically work through these feelings. And I really do want to preface this by saying that there's nothing wrong with having feelings or feeling sad or heavy or discouraged. We're human and we are meant to feel, you know, we were made this way, but What I'm talking about is when those feelings, they just suck you in and you can't seem to navigate how to get through them. It's like you're functioning so differently. So that being said, it really is such an honor to be able to get to share these five steps with you today because it's really just made all the difference for me and all glory be to God for that. Now, all that being said, before we dive into the five steps to biblically work through heaviness and discouragement, I want to go ahead and let you know that the Lord has recently just been putting my heart to get the Reclaim Terrain membership up and running very soon. If you've been tuning into the show for a while, then you know that I actually tried to launch this membership earlier this year. And when I say tried, I mean, I actually launched and even had multiple people sign up for it, but the Lord just laid on my heart that it wasn't the right time to start it. So I literally refunded everyone's money and apologized. And if you want to hear more about that story, you can tune into episode 13 of this show. It is about how to know if God is prompting you to pause or to push in your business. And I give an update on the membership in that episode and why and how I know God was prompting me to slow down. But now I know that he is prompting me to go and to bring this membership to life. So all of that said, this membership is going to be faith-fueled at its core. So basically, if you are ready to gain an even deeper relationship with Jesus and break through spiritual warfare and self-sabotage in life and business, then this membership is going to be for you. Now, if you want to learn more about the heart of the membership, definitely go ahead and head to www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership. I'm also going to link that in the show notes for you. So it's just easy access. 
Now, when you go to this website, you can also get on the wait list while you're there. And I highly recommend doing this because we're going to launch so soon. And you know, I always take care of my wait listers. And now that all of that is out of the way, let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey queen, welcome to Reclaim Terrain. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you've worked so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in this same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a successful Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. So if you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battle spiritually instead of physically, take bold action on your God-given callings, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you're in the right place. Go ahead and reheat your coffee, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive. Okay, I just have to say, I am so excited to walk through the five steps to biblically work through heaviness and discouragement with you today. Like, so excited. So I'm just going to go ahead and dive in to step number one, okay? And so step number one is praise. It's praise. It's praise and gratitude. And I'm going to walk you through exactly what that looks like. And I'm even going to share with you why this works biologically, but also spiritually. Now, first things first, when I say praise, you can interpret this in so many different ways. And there are so many different ways to praise. But for me, when I think about praising, I actually am proclaiming Jesus and his name. I am worshiping him out loud, right? So I am proclaiming, I am praising. And most of the time I am singing. It is an act of worship. And so for me, that is what praise looks like. Does that mean it has to look that way for you? No, but when you go to the Bible, you can see all of the songs and prayers that are written and sung to worship. It's all about praising. It is all about worshiping and proclaiming his name and scripture out loud. And so for me, praise actually looks like me singing out loud. I will literally sing a cappella to my favorite old hymns. You know, I will sing that without, you know, any sort of background music. I will sing it in the car. I will sing it right before I start working. Anytime I'm feeling resistance to something, I will start singing. Like there was a time where I really just didn't want to do something like for no reason other than I just didn't want to do it. And I was on the verge of tears. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to praise. I'm going to sing. And so I did. And that heaviness, that resistance I was feeling, it disappeared. It literally disappeared. And I want to talk with you the reasons why this works. I know it sounds so simple. It sounds so simple. But there's something about this that is just so miraculous and it's supernatural. And so I'm going to talk with you about the spiritual reasons why this works. And the when I say spiritual, I mean biblical. And then I'm also going to talk with you about the biological reason why this works. So first things first, we are going to hit the Bible. We are going to go to the book of Isaiah. And so if you have your Bible handy, just by chance, I want you to go to Isaiah chapter 61, 
verse 3. Now, I'm going to read this to you. It says, To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Y'all, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. What does this tell you? It tells you that joy is actually going to take care of that mourning. It is telling you that praise, praise is actually going to take care of that spirit of heaviness. When you are praising, that spirit of heaviness cannot biblically be there. And now I want to take it a step further. I want you to go to Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. And I'm going to read it to you. It says, Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Now we know that Jesus is the living water, right? He is going to quench all of our thirstiness. But how do you actually draw from that well? Isaiah 12, 3 tells us, Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. So when you praise, you will actually be able to cover that spirit of heaviness. And that joy is going to come in and you will be able to draw water from the wells of salvation. Like what? What? I don't know. It's so mind-blowing to me, but I've just seen this happen in my life. Like, I actually feel like I'm going to cry because it sounds so simple, but it, it it's so beautiful. And so I want to talk with you about the biological reason why praise helps you navigate through these feelings that you're feeling. So biologically, when you sing, it stimulates the vagus nerve which then stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system. Now, I bet you didn't know that I was going to take you to biology class, but basically the parasympathetic nervous system controls the body's ability to relax. It's sometimes called the rest and digest state. So that being said, most people in society today are actually staying in their sympathetic state. So not the parasympathetic, which is responsible for the body's ability to relax, but they're staying in the sympathetic state or the sympathetic nervous system, which is actually caused and triggered by stress or anxiety. And this state is often called the fight or flight state. And so essentially when you praise, when you sing, that is going to stimulate the vagus nerve which stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and digest state, which means that praising is going to help take you out of that fight or flight state. I mean, how cool. It's like God knew what he was doing. (laughs) God knew. Like, how amazing is this? So we have that supernatural reason, but we also have that biological reason. And so now, man, I just hope you pause this podcast and you just go sing. You just go sing right now. 
I just want you to do that. Seriously, pause this episode and go sing. And I just want you to come back with this newfound perspective on singing out loud because it really is such a profound and supernatural experience. It sounds wild and crazy, but it is so wonderful and it's such a blessing. So please give it a try. So that being said, I want to go ahead and move on to step number two. And step number two is to reflect. Whenever you are experiencing heaviness, it's important to stop. And when I say stop, this just stands for to still thoughts and to open palms. So still your thoughts and open your palms. This is an act of surrender. And so I want you to just take a moment to do that and then look back and pinpoint exactly when and why you are feeling this way. You know, I think a lot of the time we start feeling a certain way, but we don't even really know why, you know, we really need to understand that. Like when did this happen and why? So when you're in this stage, I really want you to just ask yourself, you know, the following questions. So if you've got a notebook and pen, or you got your notes app on your phone, I want you to just jot these questions down because I highly recommend journaling through some of them. So it really just sinks in more. So it goes to your head and then to your heart. You know, I've just found that if I answer them in my head or out loud without writing them down, I find that I still hold on to, you know, these negative thoughts and emotions. So the questions are, when did you start feeling this way? When did you start feeling this heaviness or discouragement or disappointment? And then Determine why you are feeling that way based on when you started feeling that way. And then I want you to ask yourself, what thoughts am I experiencing? Because every feeling you have actually has a thought behind it. And so we have to know what kind of thoughts we are having so that we can ultimately shift them and align them with truth instead of whatever lie that we are believing. And so I want to take you to a book of the Bible called Lamentations. So I want you to go to Lamentations chapter 3, verse 30, and it reads, Let us test and examine our ways and return to the Lord. So actually taking the time to understand what we are doing and becoming aware of what we are thinking is biblical. We have to examine what we are doing. Because if we are not aware of what we are feeling and why we're feeling it, or what we are thinking and why we are thinking it, we cannot actually change our actions because our thoughts and our feelings actually create our actions, right? It creates our ways. And Lamentations 340 says, let us test and examine our ways. But we know whatever is going on in our mind and in our feelings are actually creating our actions. It's actually how we are being. So then if we don't know what we're feeling or why we're feeling it or what we're thinking, why we're thinking it, we can't do the next step, which is step number three, and that is to reframe. Again, step three is to reframe. So once you have taken the time to reflect on what you're feeling and what you're thinking or any circumstances, I found that it is also so important to reframe it. And reframing is all about recognizing God's purpose 
with these circumstances and seeing the good in them and being thankful for them. And so you can do this by asking yourself and journaling through the following questions I have for you. So please get out your pen and paper or your notes app on your phone and write these down. How does this circumstance play into God's ultimate purpose? If you don't know, that's okay. What if you did know? Humor me. What if you did know? Journal something. And then, is there something he wants me to discover about myself that is keeping me from going deeper with him? And then the third question is, what does God want me to learn from this experience? And how can I be grateful for it? Because Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Does that mean that things aren't going to get hard? No, they absolutely will. But all things work for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So I really want you to think through these questions. How does this circumstance, this trigger that you are experiencing, play into his ultimate purpose? Not just the ultimate purpose for you, but his ultimate purpose. You know, step two and step three also reminds me of Romans chapter 12, verse two. And that says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So now we're going to move on to step number four. And step number four is to read scripture consume his word. Now, why does this work? The truth is scripture is alive and active. You have got to get into the word. If you really want to renew your mind, you have got to get to know Jesus and to get to know Jesus. You have got to get in his word. Hebrews chapter four, verse 12 says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Now, about a year ago, I actually put together a little challenge for myself. And that challenge was to go through the entire Bible in 14 days. (laughs) And The reason behind this is because I felt very broken. Um, 2021 was one of the most trying years I've had to date. And I knew the Holy Spirit was guiding me to consume more scripture in those days than I had ever before. And so before I started this challenge, my dog, uh, Moxie, had just unexpectedly passed away. And I felt absolutely shattered. And uh, within a day or two of the challenge, I actually noticed a night and day difference just within myself. I began to feel true joy again, and it showed. You know, I was slower to anger, sadness, you know, and anxiety. And I have never 
experienced such a quick and extreme shift in my being before. And if I'm being honest, I'm still like, I, I'm about to cry again. <laughs> I'm still just, I'm truly just in awe of it. And even though there were so many times during those days when I was tired and absolutely had no idea what I was reading, <laughs> this still just goes to show that consuming the scripture really does change everything because the word really is Jesus and it is alive and it is active. And during those days, I noticed that we truly do crave what we consume. You know, it didn't take me long to have a stronger desire to get in the scripture. There were days when I had just read and listened to six plus hours of scripture and my mind was exhausted, but I still wanted more. I wanted more of Jesus and there is always more of him. You know, there are many things we turn to when we are feeling sad or lonely or anxious. And there are many things we turn to when we want to feel whole. So food, substances, you know, relationships, work, exercise, social media, television, you know, the list could go on. But the truth is that we keep trying to turn to things in this physical world to satisfy a spiritual hunger. But as you can probably figure out, that's not actually going to work. Because that's why we continue to feel angry and lonely and anxious and heavy and discouraged and disappointed even when we go to those physical things. We think we've satisfied our craving with a few moments of happiness, only to be left with more disappointment and heaviness than we had before. And that's just because Jesus is the only way to true satisfaction and true wholeness. So you have got to get into scripture, my friend. If you are feeling that feeling of heaviness, I just pray that you start praising him and that you take the time to get into the word more than you ever have before. Even if you're not sure what you're reading, just take the time, put it in your earbuds, actually have someone read it to you on Audible or something somewhere. Just consume his word in any way possible. And so that leads me to step number five. And this one's really simple but it is to eliminate distractions and to stop consuming what is going on in the world and to just keep consuming the word. So eliminate distractions. Maybe he is prompting you to fast from social media or to delete the apps off your phone or to fast from TV or other distractions. Take the time to do that and spend time with him instead because that's the key to fasting. You don't just want to fast from something and then not replace it with him. Because when you fast from something, you're going to replace it with something else that needs to be Jesus. That is when you're going to see true lasting transformation. And so I want to read one more verse to you today from the Bible. And that is 1 John chapter 2, verse 15. And it says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And so we essentially need to make sure that we are always putting him first. We are always putting him first. Would you be willing to give up TV for him? 
Would you be willing to sacrifice having Instagram on your phone if that's your biggest distraction? Would you be willing to sacrifice those things for him? Take some time to pray and journal through this. And with that being said, that concludes the five steps to biblically work through feelings of heaviness and discouragement. Now, if you want more content like this and you are ready to just step up in your business with more clarity and alignment than ever before, then you're going to want to check out the free three-day devotional experience for faith-fueled female entrepreneurs called Rooted. You know, this free three-day devotional covers three main topics in each of these days. In day one, we cover God-sized dreams versus fleshly desires. And in day two, we cover money and money mindset as a Christian entrepreneur. And on day three, we cover surrendering the thing that's keeping you stuck. So maybe it's imposter syndrome. Maybe it's comparison. Maybe it is fear. We talk through those things. So that being said, you can get this sent straight to your inbox by going to bit.ly slash three day devotional. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash three as in the number three day devotional. And I'm also going to link that in the show notes for you as well. Now, all that to say that concludes today's episode. I truly hope this blessed you. I'll see you next time. Bye friend. Hey queen, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a written review of the show over on Apple Podcasts. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories on Instagram and tag me at Hannah Brindley. I can't wait to see you over there. So much love to you.